Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. world and thank you for tuning in we're continuing in our series titled the family bible revolution an end time message for his generational blessing we left off yesterday talking about the second essential for the family bible revolution being authority i also describe it as biblical headship in heaven it's god the father god the son and god the holy spirit And on earth, it's the husband and the wife, or if they have children, the father and mother, and how that relates to their children. Yesterday, we ended on Ephesians 5.23, talking about the husband. It says, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Headship means the position or state of being a leader or commander. What is the foremost position of the body? Well, the foremost position of the body is the head. What does the head do? The head leads, the head cares for, the head protects, the head provides, the head saves. And that's pending its thinking correctly, and it's not deceived. Like Christ, the head gives to the body. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. The head washes with the word, Ephesians 5, 26 through 27, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. And the head loves the body, Ephesians 5, 28, So the husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. So we see, what does a head do? The head gives to the body, the head washes with the word, and the head loves the body. Could it be that the problems we see in society today are because many of our families are headless? Has there been a lack of Christ-like love, giving of ourselves, leading, caring, protecting, providing, and saving in our homes? As men, husbands, fathers, and parents, we must take an honest look at ourselves. If we have missed the mark, we need to repent and take full responsibility for our shortcomings and failures. We cannot blame our parents, our past, our wives, our children, our bosses, our income, our education, our government, or our situations. By not accepting our rank of headship as unto the Lord— We are beheading our own families. Have you ever mishandled your headship? Well, thank God for his grace. There is still hope. 
Ephesians 5.23 again, For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Men, God has commanded us to love God, love our wives, train our children, and love as Christ loves. Have we missed the mark? William Gouge, in 1622, wrote a book called Of Domestical Duties. It says, The family is a seminary of the church and nation. Seminary is a nursery where plants are grown from seed for transplanting elsewhere. A family is a little church and a little nation, or made of those that are fit for any place of authority or subjection in church or nation. Or rather, it's like a school where the first principles and grounds of government and subjection are learned, and by which men are fitted to greater matters of church and nation. Through the government education system, the welfare system, the church system, the work system, have we negated or delegated our responsibility as husbands, fathers, parents, and priests of the home? The family is a little church, a little nation, like a school. It's possible we have mismanaged our headship by doing one of three things. First, we've managed an evil headship outside of the love of Christ. Or second, we've delegated our headship to others who are not anointed, appointed, or responsible. Or third, we've dropped our headship altogether. How can we expect any woman to submit to headship outside of the love of Christ? How can we expect our children to be obedient and honorable in life without teaching and showing them how authority and submission must center on Christ? Aren't we the only viable example of the Father God for the children he has given us? I believe we are. Mark 9:42. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Did you hear what God just said? It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Oh, how God loves his children. Are we not in part our children's creator? If so, does not the responsibility for their care and provision in part lie upon us? Yes, we are the ones responsible. We need to step up to the plate and be who God wants us to be. When we do, our wives will be our helper in submission with joy and thanksgiving. When we do, our children will obey and honor without question. You see, authority's view from the top down has been delegated, and authority's view from the bottom up must be given, accepted, honored, and respected. If we do not give the police officer the authority he has been delegated, it does not work well. If we do not accept the authority that has been delegated to the police officer, it will not work well. If we do not honor and respect the authority that has been delegated to the police officer, it will not work well. If we do not give Jesus the authority he has been delegated, it will not work effectively. If we do not accept the authority that has been delegated to Jesus, it will not work well. If we do not honor and respect the authority that has been delegated to Jesus, it will not work well. If we do not give our parents the authority that has been delegated to them, it will not work well. If we do not accept the authority that has been delegated to our parents, it will not work well. If we do not honor and respect the authority that has been delegated to our parents, it will not work well. You see, authority must be given and received to work fully and effectively. If the master of the house does not accept and operate in the delegated authority God has given us, 
we will not see the fruit of God's kingdom in our homes and in our families. You see, the choice is ours. Let's review the list, the highest anointings and callings of biblical rank and headship, and then let's look at their duty. First, it's God the Creator. Well, His duty is the Father and the Provider. Then Jesus, who's the Son, the King of Kings, the High Priest, and the Righteous Judge, His duty is as a husband, the one who loves the family, the giver of Himself and the Provider. Then there's the Holy Spirit, whose duty is as the helper, the one called alongside, the comforter and communicator. Then there's the husband or the man, the lover of family, the giver of himself, the provider. Then there's the wife and the woman, the one who is the helper, the one called alongside, the comforter and the communicator. Then there's the parents or procreators, the father and the mother, who do the training, nurturing, and admonition of the Lord in the raising of their children. And finally, there's the children, the sons and daughters, who... In obedience and honor to their parents, they pay respect. You see, in Ephesians 5.21, it says we're submitting to one another in the fear of God. Our submission to one another is by position of relationship. It's not a badge. It's not an authority of you obey me because I'm in charge. We all work together because we know our positions and we know what our duty is to do, what we're anointed and called to do. It's called headship. It's called submitting to one another in the fear of God based on our relationships. Let's catch the vision in Matthew eleven fourteen through 15. And if you're willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. Verse 15, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. John the Baptist was the Elijah who is to come. And as we are learning, he prophesied a very important message concerning the end times and family. We need to have willing ears to hear. Abraham had the vision, so much he became the father of many nations. How? It says it very clear in Genesis eighteen nineteen. It all began with his household. Genesis eighteen nineteen says, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, that they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. There's been a lot of teaching in books written about men being the king and priest of their home. However, there's a higher calling than king and priest. It's father. Even the king of kings is subject to his father. The very first chapter of Proverbs, the book of wisdom, says it very clearly. Proverbs 1, 7 through 9. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son... Hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. This great promise for children is predicated upon the fact the father and mother are fulfilling their domestical duty of instructing, nurturing, and admonishing them in the way of the Lord. Deuteronomy eleven nineteen through 21 You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, like the days of the heavens above the earth. Just think of it, that they may be multiplied in the land, and it be like heaven on earth. There are only two who are instructed, commanded, and anointed for this task. 
My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother. This job simply cannot be delegated to institutions such as the church or the government to fulfill. In all the scriptures that speak of this truth, the father is always in the first place with the first responsibility. Why? Because it's the highest calling. What's a father and mother to do? Deuteronomy 4, 7 through 10, only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and to your grandchildren. Especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord, your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. Parents, gather your family. What an encouraging word. It's the family Bible revolution. Well, that's all the time we have today, so I look forward to being with you in my next netcast. Mark your calendar, set your clock, and tune in next time as we continue in establishing the Family Bible Revolution, an end-time message for His generational blessing. And I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.